Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hour number three. Glad you're with us. Acre free zone, but we got a full studio. Christian Weaver, Pigskin Preacher, Philip Martin hanging out with us. Welcome in, Philip. I know why Justin didn't return my text. That's uh, yeah, he's maybe in the air right now. He's going to <laughs> Richmond, Kentucky, which is maybe not the middle of nowhere, but you can see it from there. Yeah, UCA yeah. playing Eastern Kentucky tomorrow, yeah. and so that's why he's on. the I road. didn't realize yeah. that was it's just south of Lexington. Yeah, so if you wanted something to do, you could go hang out in Lexington. You got the uh, Breeders' Cup going on. I'm kind of worried about Justin being in Eastern Kentucky with all those distilleries over there. <laughs> J- Justin might be taking tours. May not make it to kickoff tomorrow. <laughs> I got to do that sometime. I got to do that bourbon tour. Have you been to the Jack Daniels Distillery? No, I've I been mean, through that three times. It's one of the most unbelievable slices of Americana you've ever seen yeah. in your life. It's fantastic. I'd recommend it highly to take the tour, uh, see how from the, the ground up they make Jack Daniels. Sold. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Road trip. Uh, got a uh, update for uh, tonight. And this uh, I've already talked about plan A and I had to move to plan B and now we're moving to plan C with our football coverage tonight. Arkadelphia Malvern, a huge game, and uh, that will decide the uh, champion of 7-4A. Both are undefeated in conference. It's already a big rivalry game, and this year it means even more, kind of like the SEC picks again. It just means more. Uh, they've moved their game. They they moved it from 7 o'clock to a 6 o'clock start, and now they're moving it to tomorrow. Saturday, tomorrow. noon start for Arkadelphia Malvern. Wow. Yeah, that was going to be the buzz game of the week. And so uh, Justin made the call to, you know what, let's just scrap it. We're not going to have it on the radio because it would cut into drive time sports. And uh, it may turn out to be the, the, an even better call since uh, now they've just uh, announced this during the commercial break that they are moving that game, Arkadelphia Malvern, moving to Saturday at noon. So if you love high school football, let me tell you this. You can go to Arkadelphia Malvern tomorrow at noon. And then catch Bryant in Conway tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Man, that would be wow. a, that so, would be a lot of so fun. So you're saying the whole weekend is wall to wall football? Yeah, I like yeah. it. What else am I doing? We had a we had a fan feedback that was asking what our game of the week would be tonight, and we don't have one, right? We do not. We're not have broadcasting one. a high school. No, we're, we are we are not. Uh, that was going to be the case until the uh, change was made. So uh, now that game is on Saturday. I was actually watching a little bit of the Coastal Carolina-Appalachian State game last night, and I thought, I might need therapy. I, I, I mean, like like a team of psychiatrists, Philip, from Vienna, saying, what is wrong with you? Why are you watching this? I didn't watch much of it, but. Those are quality teams, though. I mean. Well, they got to be if they beat Michigan yeah. uh, in 2007. Thank you. Seal Team Six is that <laughs> Too what they soon. call Coastal Carolina? Oh, good grief! Their field is their field is like that weird aqua color. It's teal green. It's teal. 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 Yeah. teal. Yeah. It's like I can't watch this. It's like my TV color is messed up. <laughs> it does look like that. I started. I say. I say. I we started Bad Sisters last night oh, on yeah. Apple. Uh, Allison didn't like it. She didn't know. She was like, uh, is this going to get good at some point? I'm like, we've been watching it 15 minutes. Come on. Can you get it a little bit longer? Yeah, 15 minutes. That's sort of the seven-second test. That's what that's yeah. what my wife gives it. You know, it's like if it doesn't grab her within yes. the first 15, 20 seconds, it's like, ah, oh, this is dull. Okay. Does it get better? 
I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought you were. You... Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I like Bad Sisters. But I don't know. The first one, I, I think the first two, it gets better after the first two. The first two really are a lot of setup. Setup. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You've got to know who this JP guy is, and you've got to understand the dynamic mm-hmm. of the sisters, and there's five of them, so it takes a while. Mm-hmm. You know? And. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And, and Bono's daughter's in it, you know, and she's, you know. Which the one is she? One. She's Becca. Oh. She's the youngest one. First, I thought she was the one with the eye patch, yeah. but that's not her. That was. Uh, yeah, she was the daughter in Bridge of Spies, Tom yeah, Hanks. She, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It's like, in, you know, now she's all grown. Well, she's almost yeah. 30 in this. Looks mm-hmm. just like her mom. Yeah. You know, you mentioned, Wes, that seven second test. Uh, Philip wrote a great article about one of my, what now is one of my favorite albums of all time. <laughs> But the first time I had any exposure to Wilco at all, the, the first song that came on in that CD was I Am Trying to Break Your Heart. Yeah, I, you got to listen to the first 30 seconds to do it justice. It's the weirdest opening you've ever heard in your life. And I'm like, what in the Sam Hill have I bought into? Now yeah. it's just magical. But the first time you hear it, it's really jarring. And, and it weird. was really different than what they had done before because they yeah. were sort of like this pop country, right. sort of straight ahead pop country band. And all of a sudden they come in with this kind this of. This ain't Uncle Tupelo. We, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like, it's almost like a drunken Ray Davies yes. or something, you know. Yes. And it, the lyrics are I'm an aquarium, you know. Drinker, I, I, I mean I, Tweety. It's assassin like assassin. Yes, in, down it, the it avenue. Was, you know, it's just such a yeah. good song. Man. Yeah, yes. but yeah, but you, it, it throws you. Mm. It throws you. Let's start our entertainment report, and we'll get some things from Philip okay. going. But let's uh, officially get officially. it started. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sward Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, or stop by Bell and Sward at 1016 Oak Street in Conway. I only grabbed one thing today because I knew Philip would be in, and he he's mostly the entertainment of the show. Um, so takeoff of the Migos was killed earlier this week. We noted. Um, so now they're tra- starting to piece it together. So this was the rumor I heard the other day, and I didn't want to pass along on the on the news, but now it's. A, Apparently, yeah, been now it's news. Made fact. Uh, Quavo, part of the Migos, also Takeoff's uncle. Um, if you didn't know that, uh, lost a dice game at the bowling alley that they were in, and there was an argument that started over him losing the dice game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they began talking about who could beat each other in basketball. <laughs> and Quavo got increasingly mad about it. And then something hit a breaking point, and somebody fired a shot off. And then 10 shots came off and takeoff got hit. In the, so in the I was fire. worried all along that there wasn't be a good reason for why he was murdered. But, you know, a dice game and an argument about basketball, I stand corrected. That's at least, what, at least yeah. they had a good reason for it. That's why they didn't let us have firearms in junior high. Good you know, grief. Sort of, yeah, everybody really, at recess would be shooting each yeah, other. Exactly. Yeah. And that's hey, why I didn't want it to be sad. true because it's over something so trivial. That's just right. senseless. Right. A, a senseless killing. That's terrible. Over on the uh, First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, uh, Lone Oak Handicapper says, you guys should check out, God forbid, the documentary about the Falwell. The Falwell. Uh, and we oh, were talking yeah. about that earlier Yeah, because uh, they're week. playing the pool boys this weekend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I've read a lot about that. And it's, to be honest, it's oh, sort of like, man. I almost feel a little bit of sympathy for for Falwell because you know he was born into this life 
that he really didn't want. You know, he's sort of like, I don't know, he's he's sort of like Prince William or something. He's got this. I'm in the firm. Yeah, whether exactly. Whether I want to be or not. But yeah. he doesn't. But he, you know, it's like that's not. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that likes to do this other stuff, which yeah, you know, is like not to watch good stuff my to wife do date the pool boy. Yeah, right. That's, uh, exactly. Yeah, one brother. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. One yeah. brother's running the big church that their dad founded. Then mm-hmm. one brother got the university and. You know, the university's going great guns. They got like 185,000 students. It's like a University of Phoenix yeah. online phenomenon. But They yeah. made the uh, NCAA team. tournament a couple yeah, times. This, yeah, this just in. You can't live like that if you're, like, running a religious outfit. I know. I mean, just go. Yeah. Go be a, I don't know, a rapper or something <laughs> liberty has put a bunch yeah, of money in their athletics i mean right they, i yeah. mean you just gave hugh freeze a big you know, Five raise. Million a year. yeah I, I know it they're, they're paying uh top dollar and they they're serious uh, about they athletics and well falwell's dream was that liberty would be to baptist what notre dame was to catholics byu was to mormons hmm. so university of uh mumbai is to how Hindus, old is honey. that university uh founded like 71 or yeah, so it's yeah it's 40. not that 50 years old yeah. so yeah Still on the way up. Mm-hmm. Still a baby when it comes to university. Whatever happened to Jimmy Swagger Baptist College? Well, it kind of fell apart when, <laughs> when Jimmy kept visiting prostitutes. <laughs> this just in. Bad look for you ministers visiting prostitutes. What? Anything uh, out tonight, movie-wise? Well, Banshees of Inisherin is out everywhere now. So you can see it anywhere. And it's my favorite movie of the year. There's a movie wow. that op- is opening today called Armageddon Time, which is... Is that got- uh, Bruce Willis? No, 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 no. This is... Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 no, though, when we, we we went to a screening of it last night, and my, my wife looked it up to see what the running time was, and she got Armageddon. And she said, it's two and a half hours long. I goes, no, it's not. It's a... Uh, Karen described it as sort of an edgier Leave it to Beaver. It's set in 1980... It's about this really bad little kid who uh, gets his black friend in a lot of trouble. And it's a memory play by the director, James Gray. And, and James Gray's made some really good movies, Ad Astra, The Yards. Uh, he did an earlier one about his own childhood called uh, uh, Little Odessa. This is a little bit mm-hmm. later on. And it's one of those movies is probably a lot more fun to talk about and pick apart than it is to actually watch because it really is it's these two kids acting doing terrible kid things not not bad things but uh but it's against the family is this second generation immigration uh russian jewish family and they're they're upwardly mobile and one of his grandfathers is anthony hopkins who is mm-hmm. this real erudite you know um uh, almost upper middle class almost aristocratic or even though he's been subject to all this anti-semitism and all this stuff and the other side of the family is the guy from um his father is played by jeremy strong the guy from uh, succession i yeah, couldn't think yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's plays him really weird he's almost and i can't figure out if the character or if the actor is on the spectrum <laughs> but he's either this real brutal kind of rough hewn kind of character and it's it, it sort of like got a lot to unpack um 
and the Trumps are in it. Fred Trump has a prominent <laughs> role because that's the school he goes to. Right. He goes to in, in the school that Fred Trump the, in Flushing's right. or Queens that uh, he, you know, gave a lot of money to. And I think Donald went there and all the Trump kids went there. And it's just sort of got all these things going on. But the final effect of it is just sort of like, well, you know. I would never have got away with acting like this kid acts, you know. I mean, that just wouldn't just wouldn't have fl- flown in my family. It's really ambitious, but it kind of it's kind of a flop. I mean, hmm. it's going to get good reviews. Sounds in- sounds interesting. It's going to get good reviews because there's a lot of stuff to unpack. There's a lot of you know racial politics, class politics, all this stuff in it. But if you really look at the narrative, the story, it's just sort of like okay, this is a ki- this is a bad kid, and he gets lucky. Hmm. You know, he doesn't go to prison. Is is sort of the, and it's the and it's the director's story. I'm sure. So it's a, it's a really personal thing. And then we've got the Arkansas, you know, Cinema Society's uh, uh, film line going on this week, and they've got they've got some good stuff. I mean, um, Sunday night, yeah, uh, a big Detroit movie. Uh, God said, "Give them drum machines." About the rise of house music, techno. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's Interesting. Like, oh, it is. Well. I'll tell you the truth. They got me to, I'm doing the Q&A. And all I knew about techno music was I thought about Kraftwerk and I thought yeah. about, mm-hmm. you Autobahn. know, uh, yeah. Yeah, Giorgio Moroda right. and all these guys from the 70s and stuff like that. But no, techno was actually invented in Detroit by three guys of course it was. in 1981, nice. you know, around then. And the movie tells that story. So that's going to be... Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> there it may not so, sound interesting. There have been so many characters come out of Detroit. You know, the Sugar Man guy, and yeah. then all, you know, Eminem, and, you know, uh, Brendan B- Benson, and Jack White, and they just have a the underground key, scene And you're not there. even talking yeah. about... Yeah, you're not even talking about Motown. No, not even about, that. Yeah, no. but it's like... And I guess if you did any city... You mm-hmm. know, you could actually come up with some. Because you know, Richard Matson did a movie a few years ago about Little Rock music scene. It's right. fascinating, called Towncraft, mm-hmm. and Seen it's it. you know, and it's it's you, if you could do it about Little Rock, you could probably do it about just about any city that's our size or, or larger. But all this stuff about Detroit that you didn't, you know, I mean, you think about Jack White, you think about Eminem, you think about mm-hmm. Motown, but this whole thing that, and then of course, techno music goes over to Europe, and sort of it's sort of like the British invasion. Sure. It's sort of like they. Bounce mm-hmm. our stuff back at us. An LCD you know? sound system, James yeah, Murphy, the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, exa- so absolutely, that's fascinating. That's uh, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's so a, that's Friday night here in town. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday is the Sunday, house. Sunday. Yeah, tonight they've got uh, uh, a, a movie by Jack Lofton, who's a, a local guy, yeah. uh, about the rendezvous in Memphis, the barbecue place, and that's followed by a. Uh, a gothic horror thing shot by Neil Laboot. Remember yeah, him from yeah. from the nineties? Yeah, he shot this uh, feature in Northwest Arkansas, and they're playing that afterwards. So Justin said some rather harsh things about the Rendezvous ribs the other day. I was kind of surprised. I was listening to the show. I I thought they were good. Justin said he thinks they're coasting on their past reputation. I, I haven't been in I haven't been in years, but it seems to me like. People who are into barbecue, they they fall into these different camps. It's right. very tribal. This is the dry rub. This yeah, is the other. It's this a dry the vinegar rub. And sauce. It's, and it's yeah, like, that, right. you know, and there's all these Texas guys who think pork is not, you right. know, barbecue. And these North Carolina people who put coleslaw on top of their pork. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just sort of like, I like it all. You know, I'm sort I do, of like, I do too. I'm not know, a snob What, about what, that. what did uh, Kyrie it. say? I'm an omnist when it comes to barbecue. You know, I mean... <laughs> 
Last week you talked about a couple of movies. I watched uh, The Good Nurse. Yeah. And, dude, that is some, <laughs> makes you think. It's like, that's some weird stuff. Stay out of the, yeah, stay out of the hospital if you can. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who's in it? Uh, Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Oh, man. Great cast. Netflix wow. movie. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, it's it's a, based on a true story about a guy who may have murdered upwards of 400 people. Good grief. And he's he's not the good nurse. He's the bad nurse. The good nurse is the one who works with the police to help solve the case. And that story is really, you know, Jessica Chastain, that story is really not too far off what really happened as far mm-hmm. as I can tell. I mean, this woman actually... You know, did this stuff and got him to confess. You know that 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 scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I didn't know the police would let you do that. Oh, I'm going to go in there and talk with the suspect, and <laughs> she does. You know, it's yeah, like, the mob does that at trials. Uh, we got some witnesses. We want to visit with them. Yeah, <laughs> where they go? Uh, yeah. the, I don't know. Luca Brazzi yeah. sleeps with the fishes. Yeah, but so, yeah, yeah, the good nurse is one of those sleepers. It's one of the best movies of the year, I think. And it's you mm. know, like I said, it's it got a little bit of a theatrical release, but mm-hmm. not here. Redmayne you know? and Chastain look like they could be like brother and sister. They kind of look alike a little bit. He looks. Odd in this film. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking, they, they really yeah, maybe I'm thinking when job. he dressed up as the woman, he, yeah. he looked like her. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah he did. Yeah. And, but but it's sort of like he's got this really. I'm half the time, half his movie that I really don't care anything about. You know, it's, because it's almost like a stunt when he's playing Stephen Hawking or something. But this one, he's really. He's really. He really feels like mm. people you've seen and yeah. maybe kind of edged around a little bit, kind of give him a little leeway. So, Wes, you're watching this movie that Philip recommended. Uh-huh. Now you're having trouble sleeping at night. No, not really. It's just one of the, it was powerful, and it makes you think, because basically he worked at nine different hospitals, yeah. and when he would leave a hospital, they don't want this coming out. You know, right. you think of all the lawsuits. So they're covering it And up. so he got to go to another hospital uh, and get another job. Yes. And then they kind of covered it up and kept it quiet, and he goes like on to another hospital. Like the priest abuse scandals. Let's exactly. get this guy it's, out of here. And, yeah. It's exactly like the, the Catholic Church. Yeah, move yeah. Him, just move him down the road. We just That's don't want to, you know, we, we're having all these patients die. He's here. We don't know exactly if there's a connection or not, but let's just remove him. Yikes. We'll remove one variable and see if it gets better. Well, it that does. reaffirms your faith in the healthcare system, doesn't it? Well, when yeah. it was over, you are just like, Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to get sick. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, and I talked a little bit last week, I think, about tar, too. But that's also the same dynamics because mm. classical music has had the same sort of problem as the Catholic Church and that all these big conductors over the last 20, mm-hmm. 30 years have had, you know, problems with, you know, power, abusing right. people that are in right. their and this kind of flips. Kind of like it a celebrity bit. chefs, like anyone in power, right? And that's the yeah. point. It's like uh, Kate Blanchett plays the you know conductor of the Philadelphia, uh, the Berlin Philharmonic, mm-hmm. and she's just. A, and there's a wonderful scene. We're talking about this. There's a wonderful scene early on where she's doing this, and it's all done in one take. It's just fantastic. She's at Juilliard, and she's talking to these composing students. And one of them is talking about—she's asking him what his favorite composers and stuff. And she says something about Bach and Beethoven. And he's like, eh, no, there's, those are cis old men, you know. And they're just like old dead white men, ooh. <laughs> and she just launches into him and does this wonderful thing about how you separate art from the artist and how, you know, the music itself is what's important. 
Supreme Court and all right, this stuff. Not his and life, you're right. drawn in right. and you're like going, yeah, this woman's really, this is exactly the way I feel. And then the movie keeps going on and she's on and on. And you realize that she's a monster, <laughs> that she's a real monster, you know? And it's just like, you, but you're you're with her entirely. That Crazy. Way. So, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there right now. Let's do some birthday trivia, and uh, we'll talk some more with Philip Martin. But let's uh, get some call. Do we have anything to give away? Uh, we we can give away Sauce if we want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. gift card to Sauce. Call in, and we need uh, three players today. It's now time for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican food made fresh daily. Take care of the missus in your life with a personalized tumbler from her boutique. Take exit 108 to Elia's in Morrillton. Three callers. There we go. We got them lit up now. Chris is going to answer the calls, get her players, and we'll be ready to roll. Philip also uh, started the uh, war movie that you uh, suggested. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet yeah. on the Western Front. I fell asleep. Eric I started it late. Uh, yeah. I was watching the World Series. World yeah. Series was finally over about 1030, and I was like, I got some time to kill. And Allison was asleep that night. And so I know she doesn't want to watch a war movie. It's right. like, this would be a good time for me to watch it. Sure. And it just, uh, you know, I, I watched. I, I, I felt like it, it, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's I just German, got tired and, and fell asleep. Yeah, I exactly. watched a war movie last night I'd never seen before. 1951's The Desert Fox. James Mason right. as Erwin Rommel. Yeah. Oh my goodness! His <laughs> wife Jessica Tandy it was great. Yeah. I loved it. I remember loved that. It. I remember watching that as a kid. Oh, Rommel was a Rommel was a pretty striking character. Rommel's got, you know, Rommel's got a great. I'm sure you know the story about how he tried to take Hitler out. Yeah, exactly. Took he him out. So, yeah. All right, we got our players: Charlie, Mark, Brian. Charlie will be with Wes. Mark will be with Philip. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brian will be with Peace Skin Preacher. All right, Brian, let's get him. All right, this woman is Jane a Fonda. comedian. I put that in quotations. I don't think Elaine she's that Boozler. funny. She has been in several Seinfeld episodes. She has red hair. Kathy Griffin. Yes, it is yes. Kathy Griffin. Mm. Have to get a pen. Okay. How old is Kathy Griffin? Pigskin. Fifty-seven. Phil. Fifty-six. Well, I'll go the other way. Fifty-eight. She is sixty-two. Point West. Wow. Sixty-two. Well, you think about it. How long ago was Seinfeld? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank I you. Mean, exactly. Twenty-five years ago, you're right. Yeah, exactly. A ginger don't crack. Apparently, mm-hmm. who knew? All right, this guy is an actor. He may have only played only a couple roles in his entire Sylvester life. Sylvester Stallone, Redding. but uh, <laughs> he was in the Karate Kid, and you know Rob him. Rob Yes. You seen Cobra Kai? Yeah, it's actually fairly good. It's better than I thought it would be. Pretty entertaining. Who got Ralph Macchio? Me. I think Pixton did. He did. All right, how old is the Karate Kid? Wes. 65. 60. 62. He is 61, no point awarded. Mm-hmm. This guy's an actor. He's been in movies such as Dazed and Confused, Interstellar, Dallas Jason Fires London, Club. Uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah. Dog, on it. I miss Jason London. Anthony Rapp. Yeah. Too soon. All right, how old is Matthew McConaughey, Philip? 49. Pick skin. 52. 53. He is 53. Yeah. Ah. Bingo, bingo. 
We figure a Texas guy would get a Texas guy. D- so, yeah. All right, audio clue, although you'll think it's uh, somebody else. You'll think it's somebody else from the instrumental. A sting. Nope. Puffy. Stuart Copeland. Puffy Copeland. His Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. Daddy. Oh, oh, this one he ripped off the police and I'll fly away in one song. I'm like, what a plagiarist. Yeah, I think uh, Sting said he pays Sting $2,000 a day for this or something Something like like that. that. No way. He he would get like 25, 40% of the song. He pays him $2,000 a day or something like that. That's like uh, Richard Ashcroft with uh, Bittersweet Symphony. The Stones got rich off of that. Yeah, they didn't get anything from that. Yeah. Um, And they never had another hit, did they? Uh, yeah, they had, they had several. The drugs don't work. Uh, a few others. All right. yeah. Anyway, yeah. how old is Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Diddy. whatever you want to call him? Uh, West. The big 5 0 today. 55. 53. He is 53. Man. All right, we got two more left. Uh, Wes has four, Philip Martin has three, and Pigskin has two. I don't only have two. It seemed like I got every one of them. You got two names. In my mind, I got them. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well. All right. This guy is a former Oklahoma State wide receiver and Dallas Cowboys. Hartley Dykes. It is Des Bryant. Could have been Hartley Dykes. I was going to say Lance. Lance, uh, Lance Rensel. Rensel you he went to OU. <laughs> yeah. Wes, you get the name. Yeah, you get I think the I got age. It. You, you, you lock yeah, how it up. old is. Uh, Y'all better get it. I think 39. I, I think I know it. Philip. 41. No, he's a lot younger. 34. Yeah. He is 34. Oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah. That is pretty much it. We I even do. forgot who we were talking about. <laughs> Des Bryant. Yeah, Des Bryant. Okay, yeah. Hey, Lance Rensel's a lot more interesting than Des, Des Bryant. Howard, yeah, that's, that's not right. He could still be playing. Yeah. He could I be. wondered about yeah. why he yeah. washed out as quickly Injuries. as he did. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this guy... He is a current 76ers guard and former Kentucky Wildcat. He's averaging 24 points this year, shooting 52%. He Florida. plays for who? Philadelphia 76ers. James Harden. Former Kentucky guard. Harden went to Arizona State. That's right. Wait a minute. Happy birthday. Not Tyler Hero. Tyrese Maxey. Happy birthday. Tyrese no, Maxey. Yeah, he, he, he had a big game the other much? day. Wow. Score, he's averaging scoring a bunch. Points wow. Yeah, that's, well, it's only a few. Yeah, that's right. We're not very deep into the I season. I can't keep up with the Kentucky guys that play there for no. two months and then yeah. go to the league. So, you know, it's kind of hard to know. His great era at Kentucky is like he was only there eight weeks. Mm. You know, how, how much of an era was that? Congratulations. That's it. We're done. That's it. I hey, won. You, you Charlie won. You should won. be happy yep. about that. I did. First time yeah, I beat you guys in a while. Brian. We'll do better next time. Hang on there, Charlie. We'll get to you in the break. We'll uh, take a break. We're a little bit behind. More from Philip Martin when we come back. You're in the zone.